You're listening to the 113th edition of the Bitochen Podcast. Continue in Tehillim, chapter 22, verse 5. David HaMelech reminds Hashem, reminds ourselves that Hashem, we trusted in you. Our forefathers in Egypt trusted in you. They trusted in you and you saved them. You redeemed them. So, I'd actually like to start with the last Mephari Sheriff, which is the Maram Shik. The Maram Shik says, This is really important because it's fundamental. You know, there are many things that we do. We say, We speak about uh, Kiddush when we're davening on Shabbos. We have, to, we have a mitzvah to remember every single day. It's Yes Mitzrayim, the exodus from Egypt. So, what is the idea behind that? Why is that so important? Why is that so fundamental in Yiddishkeit? To remember that Hashem, 3,300 years ago, took us out of Egypt. I'm saying, it's important, it's cool, it's, it's the story that we read in the Torah every, you know, every year. But, you know, it's something we talk about on Pesach. But, why is it so central? Why is it so important? So, he brings an amazing thing. Why did Hashem command us to constantly give testimony about Yitzhiya Smitzrayim, about leaving Egypt? And we speak about it every day. We mention it right between Shema and Shemon Esrei, which we'll see more about that shortly. But we're always talking about it. Why? Because Yitzhiya Smitzrayim, the exodus from Egypt, shows that Hashem is not aloof. Shem is not like this creator who creates the world and then just lets it run. Hashem is intimately involved in the world. Yes, Hashem gets involved in our lives. Hashem makes miracles happen in our lives. And that's something that we know because we have an edus, we have this testimony that we see every day about what happened in Egypt when Hashem took us out. But it strengthens our own belief in the fact that Hashem is Mashgiach, that He gives special Hashgacha, special divine providence to us. Like it says the Pasuk in Tehillim, Zecher Asen Eflu Aisav, Chan Verach Mashem. David Amalek says in chapter 111, verse 4, we make mention of God's wonders, the fact that Hashem is kind. And he's merciful. We can explain the Pasuk based on this. Besides, for the purpose of mentioning the miracles of Hashem, we need to strengthen ourselves. We, it's, it's an opportunity. It's a source of inspiration, a source of Nechama. And the Pasuk refers to it as Chanun Verach Hashem. There's an aspect of mentioning God's miracles for us to remind ourselves that Hashem is merciful, He's compassionate, He's kind. And just like He saved us then, He's going to save us now. Even though things don't seem too good right now. In order to trust in Hashem, your God, at a time of difficulty. Just as Hashem saved us from our oppressors in Egypt, so too, we can be assured 
Hashem will save us from any difficulties that we encounter. And this underscores something that we've mentioned numerous times, and it bears mentioning again, and that is that how do we strengthen ourselves in bitachin? How do we get ourselves in the right mindset of bitachin, of the fact that God is going to, he's going to have the confidence, I know He's going to save me. And so we have here remembering what was done to our forefathers, but it, it leads us back to the fact that we need to look at the places where Hashem has saved us and helped us in our own lives. How many times has Hashem saved us and taken care of us and given us our needs, not forsaken us? We need to remind ourselves. We need to go back to those moments. We need to, we need to feel. We need to feel those moments again. You know, remember them. Now it begins here, Rabbeinu Yonah and Brachas, which we have learned together before, but it's, again, always worth um, reminding ourselves of some really powerful ideas that are, that are helpful. In Bitochen, how do we get Bitochen? So we have the first Eitzah is to remember what happened. Remember what happened. Remember how Hashem saved us in the past. Says Rabbeinu Yonah, Eitzah ben Olam Abba. Zehasamech geula shal arvis, letzfilo shal arvis. Gemara Brachas on the Testament base says that a person wants to know how do I acquire the world to come? How do I know if I'm going to have a place in that eternal, eternal palace of God? So the answer is one of the ways of acquiring that is by, says the Gemara, by talking about the Geula, talking like we say in Kriya Shema about the fact that Hashem took us out of Egypt and subsequently immediately after that praying the prayer, the Amidah prayer. We could ask a question. It's a very bold statement of our sages that just because I said, I talked about Yitzhak Mitzrayim, the exodus from Egypt, and then I, then I daven, I prayed, that's, that's, that's all it takes? That's going to get me the world to come? How does that work exactly? Like, what's the power of that? Not sure, my, my teacher, Hashem should protect him, said another explanation. When a person mentions the exodus from Egypt, right, which is, we're mentioning, we're bringing this Rabbi Yonah because that's what we're talking about in this Pasuk. We're mentioning the fact that Hashem, that, that Hashem saved our forefathers who trusted in Him, took them out of Egypt. So, when a person remembers that, and then immediately afterwards, Go straight into prayer. When I ask Hashem for something, when I daven, when I pray, when I ask Hashem for my needs, I'm showing that I believe that He will provide them. He has the ability to provide them. The person doesn't believe that God is going to give them what they need. They're not going to ask God for anything. We find a similar idea in the Medrash, in Shemais, in Parshish When, When the Jewish people saw the amazing miracles that Hashem did for them, they trusted in Hashem. That's what the Pasuk means when it says that when they saw the incredible thing that had occurred after they went through the Yamsuf, 
the water split for them. They came to the other side. Amazing miracle. That's when they believed in Hashem. So now, when a person mentions, reminds themselves of the miracle, the incredible miracle, the, the wonder that Hashem did, taking the Jewish people out of Egypt in a miraculous manner, ten plagues, bringing them through the Yamsuf, bringing them through the, the Sea of Reeds on dry land, water splits in front of them, Unbelievable. When we mention that, and immediately afterwards, we pray, we're davening. So, it's a very powerful statement. Obviously, we need to think about this when we daven. But it's a very powerful statement. It's saying, Hashem, I believe that just as you did miracles for them in those times, I can ask you for my needs today. And you will do miracles for me today. Just as you answer the Jewish people because they trusted in you, so too you're going to answer my prayers. That's why, says Rabbi Neyena, quoting his teacher, that is why we first mentioned the Geulah of Mitzrayim, the exodus from Egypt, and then we pray immediately afterwards. Says Rabbi Neyena, the main aspect of fear of heaven and the main aspect of faith in Hashem is bitachon, is the confidence. Just as you answered me then, you can answer me now. And that is why, says Rabbi Chazal have the ability to make such a bold statement that somebody who places Geula next to Tefillah speak about the Exodus and then pray you're guaranteed a place in the world to come. Why? Because what is the essence of what it means? It means that I am assured. I, I am saying that I am assured that just... I, I feel confidence in the fact, I have bitachin, that just as you saved the Jewish people in those times, you saved them and you will save me. Once again, Reminding ourselves of the salvation of Hashem in the past, whether it's to our forefathers or whether it's to us, gives us the power to be tachan in the future. Now he brings here an orachaim, a beautiful orachaim, which also speaks about the, the point of, of Exodus, the very moment when the Jewish people were about to go through the sea. And the orachaim is on the Pasuk that says, Jewish people are standing in front of the sea, the Yamsuf, the Sea of Reeds. They don't know that it's about to split. Behind them, the Egyptians are, are, are chasing after them. Wild animals on one side. Every direction, it seems impossible. There's nowhere to go. They're trapped. And Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, now is not a time for davening. Matitzake, like, don't, don't call out to me now. Speak to the children of Israel and let them travel. Let them walk into the water. So the Orachim asks the obvious question in this Pasuk. Hashem says, why are you calling out to me? <laughs> Who else should they call out to, if not to Hashem, if not to God? Right? It's a time of challenge, it's a time of difficulties. Who else is going to call out to, if not to Hashem? Why does Hashem say, why are you calling out to me? 
And if it's because he's davening too much, maybe he's praying too much. Person, you know, as long as you haven't yet seen a salvation, a person continues to pray. That's just the way things are. And it's also strange because it seems like his prayer was answered. Hashem said, don't call out to me. As if he shouldn't be praying. But then Hashem says, Raise, lift up your, your mata, lift up your staff, and the water will split. Why is Hashem complaining to Moshe Rabbeinu that he's, that he's praying? Seems like he did the right thing. Hashem says, let them travel, let them move. Where are they supposed to move? There's nowhere to go. The water is in front of them, the Egyptians are behind them. Where are they supposed to go? Maybe you'll say that Hashem means that let them travel once the water has split. Hashem should have said, first, raise up your staff, water will split, then tell them to go. Why does it say it out of order? But we can explain this matter based on the statement of our sages as follows. We find the Jewish people were in, they were in a state of judgment. They, they didn't seem to deserve to be saved. These, are, these Egyptians are of the Avodah They serve idolatry. These Jews, they serve idolatry too. There's really no difference between them. So, now, what gives power to God's mida of rachman, to God's attribute of divine mercy? It's our actions when we do what's right. So it gives power, as it were, to God to allow His mercy to take control. That gives more power by our actions. We find that we can, quote-unquote, weaken Hashem, as it were, if we do the wrong thing. When we do Averis, when we do sins, we turn away from God, we weaken God, we make it harder for God to, to have mercy upon us. Since Hashem saw that there was a kitrig against us, there was a negative statement against us that was true, which was that we did not deserve to be saved. We didn't deserve to have salvation. The Egyptians should be buried in the water. Hashem wants us to be right. He wants us to succeed. But there's no power. Hashem, as it were, is weakened when we don't deserve it. That's why Hashem said, it's not a time for prayer because I can't answer your prayer right now. I'm weakened because of the Jewish people's Averis, because of their sins. It's not dependent on me, as it were, Hashem is saying, I want to do a miracle. I want to perform a miracle for them. Since they're not, they don't deserve it. So the Midas Hadin, the attribute of God's, God's divine justice, demands that I not perform on Nes. Hashem was, was bringing Moshe Rabbeinu's attention to the fact that at this moment in time, I can't do it for you. 
I love Dabir Alban Israel. So Hashem says, you can't pray for it right now. That's not, gonna, that's not the right move. What you need to do is you need to actually force your way forward. What does that mean? The Pasuk is teaching us an incredible lesson. How does one merit the attribute of God's divine mercy? At a time when he doesn't deserve it. Speak to the people of Israel. Let them strengthen themselves in their emuna, in their faith in God, with all of their heart. Move into the water before it splits. You don't, you don't yet see the miracle. Go as if the miracle already happened. Travel into the water. Take the plunge. Take the plunge. Don't worry. If you do that, that's how the Rachamim will have strength. That's how the mercy of God will be strengthened. Then, then you'll lift up your staff. Once they've done that good deed, once they have, once they've passed through from the midas din into the midas harachamim, from a state of judgment into a state of mercy, then you can raise up your hand and and cause this miracle to come about. That is the awesome power of Bitochen. The awesome power of this confidence in Hashem is that I know it's going gonna, it's gonna to be good. I know, I know, I have a promise. Hashem will split the water, but I first have to believe that He's going to split the water and act on it, and then it will happen, the miracle will happen. And you will find that that's exactly what happened. Who was the first one who went in? It's Nachshon. He went in and the water did not split. He was all the way up to his neck. Until he said, the water has come to the point of, uh, I'm going to lose my life. Our sages say this in the Gemara. This explains the Pesukim beautifully. Right, so first, Hashem says, don't pray. It's not the right moment for prayer. And then Hashem says, tell the Jewish people to move. That will give them the merit the merit of Rachamim. And then Hashem says, now you can perform the miracle. Now the miracle can happen now that they've moved. Hashem was showing them that they actually had, had lessened their amun and their faith in Hashem. That's what Hashem was trying to point out. There was, Hashem is saying, why are you, why are you, Matitza Kelai doesn't just mean why are you calling out to me in prayer. It can also mean why were you complaining? They had said, we would prefer to go back to, to serve in Egypt, serve, the, serve the, our masters in Egypt because we don't want to die. So Hashem pointed out that they had complained. Matitzak, why are you complaining? Eli, turn towards me. And through turning towards me, believing in me, having faith in me, they were able to move forward into the water. And by moving forward and into the water, they showed their faith that Hashem would perform that miracle for them. So this is an incredible 
another deeper lesson, what we remind ourselves, what we remind ourselves every single day, we have an opportunity to, to just take a little focus, a little moment to stop. Remember, we're reading it anyway, we're reading the words. Before Kriya Shema, after Kriya Shema, in Kriya Shema itself, and the whole bracha afterwards. We mention how Hashem saved us and took care of us, and, and He is our salvation. He's the one who saves us and takes care of us and provides all of our needs, provides for, gets us out of the troubles, the troubles, the, the tough spots that we find ourselves in. And if we go into prayer that way, with this idea, it's an incredible way. Bitachan. Back to Bitachan, back to Amuna, back to our faith and our confidence. Hashem will take care of us. Thank you so much for, thank you so much for listening. See you again next time.